What's up, everybody, and welcome to a fresh episode of Rewrite the Rules. Um, it's been a while. Yeah, I think I, I don't think I posted since May. I'm not even going to get into how crazy of a year it was, but you know, the main reason um, that I took a little delay was just to focus on my book and write my book, and I just couldn't keep up with the energy uh, diffusion, I guess is the word, you know, by focusing on the podcast and other things and, and putting in the energy that the book really deserved. Um, so that worked. It's coming out on January 26th. I'm super excited to to share it with you guys and put it out there into the world. Um, it takes this podcast from the past five years, the best interviews, everyone I've talked to and my own personal story of uh, going through AmeriCorps and uh, firefighting to just give people a guide um, to live life on their own terms, to go against the status quo and to just have the some of the steps and then the framework and kind of the, the courage um, to be able to, to build you know, your own life instead of having it just built for you um, and around you. So anyway, uh, that's coming out January 26th. I'm excited. I'll share a little bit more on my social and and, uh, on here and stuff. But today I wanted to come on here and just do a really quick podcast on, uh, you know, I was kind of going through last year and then going through kind of what's up ahead for 2021. And I wanted to share with you guys the three things that I did in 2020 that by far changed my life and helped me the most get through the tumultuous year that I will be keeping through 2021 and and maybe through the rest of my life. Um, I just want to get into them really briefly and my experience with them. Um, Take them with a grain of salt because they worked for me. doesn't mean they're going to work for you, but uh, they were life-changing for me. And I'm excited to share them with you guys here. Um, They're all simple. They're all free. And they all work wonders. So the first thing that I did last year is 75 hard. And I'm not going to get into it in too much detail here. If you Google 75 hard, you can look it up. Um, It's basically like a a mental and physical program for 75 days um, that Andy Frisella uh, created, who is a CEO and uh, an entrepreneur. Of course, he's an entrepreneur if he's a CEO or whatever. Um, but yeah, so, um, what it is, is you do two workouts a day for 45 minutes. You drink a gallon of water every day. You read 10 pages of a book. Um, and then you stick to whatever diet you choose with no cheat meals and no alcohol for 75 days straight. And if you mess up on any of that on any day, you go back to day one that I had a group of about 10 of us doing it. And uh, that that was life changing. It really was to stick to something that consistently. Even just cutting out alcohol is fantastic, right? And then you add in you're drinking a lot of water. You're at least moving most days. A lot of days I went for two walks. You know, it wasn't anything crazy, pull ups, push ups, stuff like that. And uh, just the overall physical shift and the mental shift that you get from doing something consistently like that and building up that confidence in yourself that you're doing what you say you're going to do every single day for 75 days straight, that supercharged my year. I mean, 100%. It's no coincidence that I made the most money I've ever made in my life this year, that I overcame the fear of commitment to get engaged to my beautiful fiance, Ashley. Um, We just made a lot of moves. I finished the book, which has been a dream of mine for 20 years. I don't think that's a coincidence that I also added this program in there and really put my physical and mental health first um, and and did it consistently. Um, so look that up. I'm literally on day five of it right now. I'm doing it again right now at the beginning of the year. I think I'm going to do it 
at the beginning of the year um, for the rest of my life. It, it's such a good way to start off the year, especially after all the cookies and wine I drank for pretty much all of December. Okay, so that's number one is 75 hard. The second thing um, that I did was I took most Saturdays off from my phone and my computer. Now, we all know, you know, the studies showing how phones are little dopamine machines. They are destroying our attention span. They are leading, especially if you're on social media a lot, they're leading to a lot of comparisons. They just, I realized how much of my day to day, if I had free time, I was sitting there scrolling through my phone, doing something on my phone, checking text messages, whatever. And I, it just was soaking up a lot of time that I'd rather devote to hobbies or friends or learning something new or just hanging out, right? That, that's like a huge thing that I realized was just hanging out, not doing anything, sitting in the backyard, staring at the trees or whatever. Um, so every Friday night at around like eight or nine o'clock, I take my phone and I put it actually in a drawer on do not disturb. Um, so that way I can still see the calls and stuff when I come back to it. Um, but I can't hear it and it's, it's out of sight, out of mind, gone. Um, I'm a little bit luckier. I mean, if you have a, a partner, you know, then if there is an emergency or something, then somebody can still reach you there. But I, I just, I think it's worth the one day off from the world that, uh, you know, statistically speaking, something big probably is going to happen that day and, uh, it's worth it. The benefits I saw were that I, I immediately, as soon as my phone was off Saturday morning, I'd wake up. And I would immediately start to want to jump on the phone or jump on the screen like I usually do, you know, a couple hours into my day. Um, I start to look and see what's going on with, you know, work and projects and stuff. And um, with that gone, having like my vice gone, all of a sudden I found myself picking up the guitar that I've been wanting to practice more. I found myself, just like I said, sitting in the backyard, sitting at the, staring at the trees, picking up a book. Um, and reading it for longer than I wanted, you know, asking my fiance or a friend if, you know, they wanted to go down and get some coffee and take the dog on a walk. Um, I just found other ways to fill my time um, that had nothing to do with the phone. I couldn't rely on the phone or the computer to do that. I did let myself, uh, you know, sometimes if it was a rainy day or something and, and, uh, you know, sometimes we chill in and, watch movies or something like that. So I did let myself watch movies in the evening or something, but but no computer and no phone. Life-changing every Saturday, Friday night until literally Sunday morning. Um, it's a game changer. And you'd be surprised too, by Sunday morning, sometimes I would forget until like noon or I just was enjoying myself so much that I just, it, it kind of lost that urge or that compulsion to grab the phone. So that's number two, is doing um, basically phone and computerless Saturdays. That was huge. I'm going to be doing that for the rest of this year. The third thing, this is a little more obscure, and uh, you know I'm not advocating doing any illegal substance. I will leave that disclaimer right there. However, I will say that um, for the past probably two years, um, I take a, a decent dose of shrooms, maybe like half of an eighth or something like that every three or four months, something like that. And it's a very, very strong, uh, psychological reset in the sense that I am able to usually, I just lay in a hammock or I sit in the backyard or something in a chair, or even you can lay down on a couch and it really brings to light a lot of my habits, a lot of my, um, thinking patterns, 
and the way that I'm acting, uh, it just brings that to light. And so I'm able to, I'm able to really, um, just see my life more clearly and I'm able to see different, like the, my shadow self that I didn't know was there. And I'm just able to do a reset and a recalibration and just take take account of my life. And I've, I've really, I've always loved doing that. Um, I'm going to continue to do that. I also started doing a little bit more of just micro dosing, um, plenty of information out there online. You're basically just taking a very small, almost like imperceptible amount, um, that you, you don't feel it at all, but there's a lot of studies showing how it helps with depression and, um, anxiety. Not that I had any of those, but I will say that it, when I do microdose a little bit of shrooms, like in the morning, I just take a tiny bit. I do that two, three times a week over the course of a month or two. My life overall just feels lighter. I, I feel lighter. I don't know how else to describe it. I just feel like a weight has been lifted off of me in some way. Everything doesn't feel as heavy. Everything doesn't feel so much as a burden. Uh, There's not so much just drama behind life in general. And I just enjoy it more. And it just puts me in a better mood overall. Once again, it doesn't mean that I'm in a great mood all the time. But it just puts me in a good mood. Um, in a better mood than I am without it. And I'm definitely going to continue that as well um, into 2021. Um, on my Instagram, you'll find some of my favorite books. The number one book I read, if you guys are interested, this year was The Righteous Mind by Jonathan Haidt. Um, it is a f- fantastic read, especially with everything going on in the world, with the politics and our division. It is explains a lot of that and how it works and it will really give you some insight into the other side whatever side you're on and why we even pick sides in the first place and just an unbelievable account of human psychology and will give you an understanding of yourself and of others and of society that you didn't have before it is by far my number one recommended read um, of the entire year and um, I, I enjoy that a lot if you're looking for a finance book you know, as we all are looking to, you know, get your finances in a better position. Um, I think Ramit has a book called, um, what is it called? Oh, I will teach you to be rich. That's a good basic one to kind of like get your budget and, and kind of just get your feet under your ground. And then I found the millionaire fast lane by MJ DeMarco to be, um, very like a next step in kind of acquiring wealth and building a business and things like that. Um, even though the the title, the millionaire fast lane, MJ, if you're listening, that, that's such a cheesy title. Like it sounds like you're about to watch an infomercial or something. Um, but it far exceeded my expectations. It's it's ton valuable content. I'm actually rereading it right now. So um, yeah, that's what I got for this podcast, guys. Um, just kind of some things I'm taking into to 2021 with me. Um, the big theme for this year. I think from a lot of friends I've talked to and, and for myself personally is just taking imperfect action is just doing things even when it's not perfect, even doing this podcast right now, you know, I kept kind of putting it off because I thought, well, I should make it perfect and I should write a script that's, that's unique and funny and da, 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 da. And, uh, you know, things don't get done when you sit around and wait for it to be perfect before you do anything or else, 
I literally would have nothing in my life if I waited for everything to be perfect before I started it. So that's what I'm going for this year. We'll see how it works out. Um, love you guys. And uh, you know where to find me, Alex H. Star on Instagram. And, uh, you know, anything you're going to sign up for the mailing list, anything like that, alexstar.com. And the book will be out on January 26th, which I am extremely excited about. It's been a long-term dream, like I said. I think this book, well, I know this book is going to change a lot of lives and help a lot of people. Um, So it'll be out on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, all that good stuff. So you can check it out there. Love you all.